Welcome to Locked On Kentucky, your daily Kentucky podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm Curtis Birch, host and producer on News Radio 630, WLAP, the home of the cats. If it's a big deal to the Big Blue Nation, we'll be talking about it right here every day, Monday through Friday, on Locked On Kentucky. This edition of the show is brought to you by Grassroots Pharmacy. Tell you a little bit about more about them in just a bit. Got a lot of stuff to cover on this edition of the show. Riding solo today, Kyle Tucker has the day off. We got basketball and football to discuss at length. Recruiting in football had a busy day the other day. UK basketball in the NBA is making a lot of headlines for a lot of different reasons. And uh, we finally know where Brad Calipari is going. I guess that's where I'll start. Um, Make it easy on myself since that's the last thing I mentioned. Brad Calipari is going to Detroit. Mercy. That was my best Uncle Jesse. From Full House, if you didn't know. Um, so, Detroit Mercy. And let me tell you something. It's a very interesting school. And there are some... I don't know if they're connections to Kentucky necessarily. Uh, but they're like... It's college basketball, so everything's connected to a certain extent. Um, but when I tell you some things about Detroit Mercy, uh, you might already know them, but they are rather interesting. Uh, before that, I will though... Let you know what old John Calipari had to say um, about his son going on to another program. Talking about Brad, he said, At the end of the year, each of our players has the opportunity to explore their options and to find out what opportunities they have. I didn't believe Brad should be treated any different. I'm proud of the fact that he graduated in three years and gave himself the opportunity to play the next two seasons, either here or at another university. He worked really hard and he's gained the respect of our players because of his work ethic, his drive, his commitment to the game, and his skills. So he has my full support throughout this process. I did not attend any visits with him because I wanted this to be about him and his decision. He came to Kentucky Kentucky understanding it would be hard to earn minutes because of the levels of players here, but he also knew it would be the best opportunity to get better every day and to push himself. He always said he may go into coaching one day, which is one of the reasons he decided to come to Kentucky. Now he's doing what's best for him, hoping to benefit from the work he's put in to where he has the opportunity to earn minutes and play with other really good players and for a good coach. Pausing John Calipari's statement. Now, guys, this is um, where it might get a little interesting, and you might remember this name. All right, back to John Calipari mode. That place will be Detroit Mercy with head coach Mike Davis. I've coached against Mike, and I know him well. I have great respect for him as a coach and as a leader of young people. I know Brad leaves here with great feelings for our fans and how he's been treated and Ellen, and I truly appreciate how he's been supported. It's not easy being the coach's son, especially at a place like Kentucky, but our fans really embraced him. I'm really looking forward to following Brad's career at Detroit. Proud of you, son. Mike Davis is the coach at Detroit Mercy at this point, guys. You remember Mike Davis. He was the coach at Indiana for a while. Made a Final Four and a magical run that came through Lexington where he actually defeated Duke. So I'm sure some some UK fans were excited about that win and an upset. I believe it was the Elite Eight. But immediately what comes to my mind when you say Mike Davis is him losing his mind in the last seconds of a UK-IU matchup 
where he sprinted onto the court with like two or three seconds left and just started banging his head because he thought his player was fouled. I believe the player was Bracey Wright. And it was it was ruled a block or a good defensive possession by the refs. Kentucky got the rebound. I think they had a one-point lead at that point in the game. Um, but Mike Davis storms out onto the court, runs up to the ref, starts banging himself on the head, acting like that's the foul. He hit him on the head. He hit him on the head. Ref teed him up twice, threw him out of the game. Kentucky obviously makes their free throws, ends the game. IU didn't have a great chance of winning, but in theory, you know, free throws sometimes get missed, so who knows. But it's it was just a wild thing, and what's funny is I kind of think a lot of those videos have been scrubbed from the internet because I could only find find one grainy video of him doing it. It was If you watched it live, you remember it because it was just one of those moments where you're just shaking your head about how that would happen. But anyway... Obviously, he's a pretty good coach, gets to a Final Four, even though it was kind of a run that yeah, a lot of things had to go right, and I don't think many people expected it, and obviously it didn't work out at Indiana and him. But that's one where it is what it is. He's pretty good, and so he'll be coaching Brad Calipari going forward. Also of note with Detroit is they have a famous coach who commentates on basketball, well, former coach, that's Dick Vitale. Yeah, Dick Vitale was actually the coach at Detroit for a while. So um, he actually had a tweet about Brad too. And so it's fun, kind of fun to fun to see those circles come to, come to fruition. We'll be interested to see how he plays um, with Detroit in the upcoming seasons. I did see some people were like, I wonder if Kentucky might schedule Detroit, Mercy. In the next two years. I have no idea if that would happen. But man there would be a bunch of bunch of storylines. If that went down. Other basketball news that came out today. No I mean it's news. And I think we knew a lot of these. But um, people really like these things. So I thought I'd go ahead and share. UK basketball officially. Released the numbers the players will be wearing. And it will be Ashton Higgins with zero, Nate Sestina number one, Khalil Whitney number two, Tyrese Maxey number three, Nick Richards number four, Manuel Quickly number five, Johnny Juzang number 10, Dante Allen number 11, Keon Brooks 12. So that means all the available numbers, one, zero through 12, were taken. That's kind of cool. Interesting. Uh, Brennan Canada is going to wear number 14, Zan Payne number 21, and EJ Montgomery will wear number 23. So there's your UK basketball numbers for the 2019-20 um, season. I, we Kyle and I were talking about this a couple nights ago, a couple podcasts ago. It's been up probably a few weeks. It, it we It's tough to remember all the numbers for me. Some people absolutely love them. Um, but it does seem kind of kind of cool. I don't remember, and maybe this is more common than I I think. But going zero through through twelve, where all the numbers are available that are taken, is kind of an interesting interesting thing that you don't see a ton. I I, I would love. Let me see real quick. Is this possible? Yeah, um, I'm just looking if if Kentucky could have a lineup with one, two, three, four, five on there. Yeah, if if you played Maxi and quickly in the backcourt. Uh, Khalil Whitney at the three, Sestina at the four, and Richards at the five. That's a very probable, if not possible, if not likely, lineup. So I think I think John Calipari should start one, two, should play at some point one, two, three, four, five. That would I would just think that that would be amusing to see on the court. All right, enough numbers game, guys. 
Let's take a quick break. Um, and coming up after this break, we're going to get into some big football recruiting news because there was a lot of it that happened. But before that, I do need to tell you guys about Grass Roots Pharmacy, which has been a sponsor for of ours uh, for a while now, and we really, really appreciate them. Grassroots Pharmacy is a locally owned pharmacy that has your best interests in mind. They are independent, and they're looking to change the idea of what a pharmacy is supposed to be. They place a strong focus on nutrition, supplementation, and alternative therapies like CBD oil. Their pharmacists know there's nothing more important than your family's well-being. They will take the time to get to know you, explain your medication, and answer any questions you may have. They accept most insurance plans, including Medicare. They're located at 2304 Sir Barton Way in the Hamburg Pavilion. It's at the four-way stop next to Best Buy on the parking lot side where the Regal Cinema is. They're open Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., and on Saturday from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. You can give them a call 859-263-1382 or check out grassrootspharmacy.com. Give Give them a look, stop in the shop. Give them a call or check out that website, grassrootspharmacy.com. You are Locked On Kentucky, your daily Kentucky Wildcats podcast. Kentucky football got two big-time commitments um, on Monday after we recorded. The one, I think, was was kind of expected, Khalil Brannon, who is a six foot one, 205 wide receiver from Columbus, Ohio, he is ranked as a three or four star, depending on what service you're looking at, and that's how these these go all the time. It really depends what kind of service you're you're viewing, according to the um, two four seven uh, sports service. He's the nation's number sixty first wide receiver. So, you know that's 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 pretty high up there. In all honesty, he had offers from Michigan, Louisville, Baylor, Boston College, and Wake Forest. Uh, watched his commitment video, which is been getting a lot of talk around the internet if you if you haven't yet checked that out I'll go ahead and while I'm thinking about it retweet it from the show account as I record here um, talked a lot about his faith and some struggles he had it was it was really interesting to me because he has was a one-time commit to Michigan and he ended up decommitting obviously and then choosing Kentucky and so this is kind of the other side of uh, the decommitment process. A lot of times UK fans worry about it. Well, in the two instances we're going to talk about tonight, Kentucky wins because they get a decommitment from, they get a commitment from guys who decommitted from the program. But um, what I found interesting in Branham's uh, video was the fact that he talked about being recruited and being a commit to Michigan in Columbus, Ohio. And how tough that was. Obviously, there was just a bunch of Ohio State fans around him, I would imagine. And he mentioned the fact that he just felt alone at school. He felt that um, he wasn't being supported by people around him in the program that he was. And he also kind of mentioned, I thought this was a little odd, but uh, I take him at his word. He said that a lot of times he would go to a big events nationally where there'd be awards given out and such, and he didn't have any support from his coaches. He was kind of there with just his family, and he'd look around, and all the other players would have support from the coaches. There, there might be another side to that story, but uh, it kind of shows that he felt like he was on an island 
And then for whatever reason, he didn't feel like Michigan was the right place for him. He talked a lot about family and those kind of things. And then ultimately picks Kentucky. Um, he is another wide receiver commit for UK. That is obviously a big deal because Kentucky struggled um, throwing the ball in the past couple seasons. There's been a lot of factors to go into that. But bringing in a bunch of talents and wide receivers is something um, that's going to be useful going forward. You know, you just when you just the law of averages to a certain extent. If you're bringing a lot of talented wide receivers, there's a good chance that some of them are going to hit and some of them are going to be productive on the college level. You would have to imagine that getting the commitment from quarterback Bo Allen early really helped this because obviously a wide receiver wants to play for play and with uh, play with a good QB, and that's what Bo Allen is. And maybe the, that's helping getting some of these commits. So um, that was the first commit on Monday. That put UK's commitment total at 12. But then later on Monday evening, UK got another commitment. And that was from the six foot four, 243 pounder out of Miami named Samuel Anil. That's how I'll pronounce it. I'm not 100% sure if it is Samuel Anil. Um, but that's the, as close as I'm going to get right now. It's A-N-A-E-L-E. He is a native of Nigeria and currently lives in Miami, Florida. He was actually committed to Miami, decommitted on Sunday, and then committed to UK on Monday evening. He took an official visit to Kentucky in early June, had a, and when he was on campus, this guy named Josh Allen was there doing some stuff and you know, maybe that had some impact and got a, got a good chance to talk to him. Um, and so that picture circulated. I'm sure that didn't help, uh, hurt. Uh, it, it did help. It didn't hurt in the recruitment. Um, and according to, this is where he's a four star guy by almost all services. And this is, um, according to two, four sevens, uh, write up, he is the eighth highest ranked commitment in program history, according to 247 Sports Composite Rankings. That's really, really impressive. That means that you're getting a big-time, big-time player. Um, he was considering Miami, Auburn, Florida, Virginia, and Oregon. Major, major programs. He's, according to these, are these are also 247 Sports numbers. Uh, he's the number 10 strong side defensive end and the number 22 ranked prospect in Florida. That kind of tells you <laughs> how crazy <laughs> um, talented Florida is that, you know, <laughs> a guy of this caliber is still only the 22nd best player in that state. Uh, this is also um, gives um, a, another feather in the cap of Steve, Steve Klinkscale, who apparently was recruiting him, even though that he clink scale kind of seems to be the Michigan guy. He was doing work down in Florida. Um, so, uh, according to this as well, as I mentioned, he is from Nigeria. He was impressed with the team's annual, um, mission trip to Africa. We talked about that on this podcast and the guys that went over there and all the awesome work they did. Uh, Boogie Watson, Landon Young, and I believe Calvin Taylor were the guys that went this year. So, you know, all these factors come together. You got a you got a a 
team and a program that values doing mission trips. You got guys who have a success at the college level to ultimately reach dreams at the pro level in Josh Allen. And then you get to meet that dude. So that all works out really well. And he, he picks Kentucky. You beat Miami for a guy that's in Miami. A really impressive recruiting win, no matter how you slice it. Uh, last football note of this podcast, many people play video games. And this is always interesting um, because people like to like to mess with each other on these. You often see mainly basketball players complain about these. But uh, Madden football came out with the rankings of all the... Um, UK players that were in the draft. Not surprisingly, Josh Allen received the highest ranking of all the former UK players. He is a 77. I'm guessing these are out of 100. Um, other former players from Kentucky um, that, of course, were in the in the game. Mike Edwards got a 68, as did uh, former UK teammate Lonnie Johnson. Um Benny Snell got a 69 ranking, and Piers, I think there was, I didn't, I don't have it in front of me now, but I think George Asaf OJ was ranked as well, but I don't have that in front of me. So that's, um, that's one where all, they just, I think they just wrapped the guys that were drafted, so guys that were undrafted might get some rankings later on in the season, and Madden NFL is going to be released in August, so if you want to play as those dudes, go get it. All right, coming up next... We are going to get into some NBA talk because UK players are making a lot of noise in the NBA right now. But before that, i got to tell you, as I have been, about Twillery. If you go to twillery.com slash locked on and use the promo code locked on, you get $25 off your order. Let me tell you a little bit about Twillery. They are built on a century-old family manufacturing business. They make millions of shirts a year for leading brands, and they leverage those contacts and their team's technical know-how to keep costs down while manufacturing high quality and with great standards, plus awesome craftsmanship. Shirts are a commodity. They make stocking up your closet super easy. They're also affordable, and they guarantee the perfect fit. They offer free shipping and returns. So go check it out. Twillery.com slash locked on. That's T W I L L O R Y dot com slash locked on. And use the promo code locked on for $25 off your order. You are locked on Kentucky, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. On to the NBA. UK basketball normally makes a lot of noise in the NBA, but with, um, the NBA Summer League falling up, and I honestly, I should know this, but I think they're playing in Utah at this moment. There's a lot of Summer League action happening, um, and they kind of space things out. Vegas is obviously the big one, but they have a couple like pre-Vegas tournaments. I think there's one in California, they call it the California Classic, and it's all the teams in California play each other as like a tune-up before they get to the actual summer league. There's also the one in Utah, um, and that's where some former Kentucky players are playing and making noise. Tyler Hero, uh, in his first game, had an awesome game, scored 18 points, shot 5 of 10 from deep in just 24 minutes of action. He had also had four, threw in four assists and did some playmaking. He really 
impressed a lot of people who were watching on that from the NBA scout perspective. Had a couple like pull-up threes, just like moves that are NBA moves that kind of excited Heat fans and um, opened some eyes in the NBA. Another guy who had a good opening night was Winning Gabriel, who's playing for the Kings there. He had 22 points and 12 rebounds. A guy who didn't have an awesome opening night, but then had a pretty good second night, was Mr. Keldon Johnson. Um, if you were on social media, the fact that uh, you, you've probably seen it, but um, he hit a shot that was reminiscent of the Seton Hall game. It was, uh, I believe, the end of the third quarter, and he had a half-court buzzer beater. Obviously, wasn't as much pressure to send it into overtime or anything along those lines, but he hit that. And then he he ends up shooting 10 for 17 overall and had seven rebounds and had three steals. He had 29 total points um, in this game, and it is the Utah uh, Summer League. So after a slow start, Keldon Johnson bounces back and has a monster game, and I was following along on some social media stuff um, with some of the locked-on um, Spurs people, and they were apparently really impressed with his defense, which is something that it was pretty obvious that he struggled with at times. I mean, the coaches were very open about that. So, um, good news. Good news for Kelton. Seems like all those guys are playing really, really well. Uh, obviously, free agency in the NBA is still going on. Big note from a former UK perspective Willie Cauley Stein is going to be a warrior. Um, I haven't yet to see the numbers on that contract, but Cauley Stein was not happy in Sacramento, wanted out, and now he's going to an awesome, amazing um, place, Got a franchise that has a ton of success over the past couple of years. I'm interested to see how they use him. Will he be, you know, a starting center potentially? How are they going to work their lineups without Kevin Durant and Andre Iguodala? Um, there's, I guess there's potential to be a ton of minutes at the five if they're not able to play Draymond Green um, at the five, depending on who is, can you know, who can run the four for them. Uh, very obviously the NBA is really up in the air at this point. And so that's something that I'm kind of excited to see. Um, Willie Gully Stein seems he wanted out of Sacramento. Sacramento let him go. He was a restricted free agent. The opportunity, they had an opportunity to resign him. Um, but they both decided it was best uh, to move on, and now he's going to be a Golden State Warrior. And he'll be in that brand-new arena that they're going to open this year in San Francisco. So, big city, big personality. I'm sure Willie Cauley Stein is going to have a great time in that town. The other big guy that is making some news from a UK, uh, former UK perspective is DeMarcus Cousins, and it's not really, it's not positive in the sense that he doesn't appear gonna, he's gonna make up that money he lost last year by signing that smaller contract after coming off the injury with the Warriors. He, according, I'll just read um, a tweet um, that ESPN put out, and it was basically a comment from Adrian Wojnarowski about DeMarcus Cousins. He said, there is no market for DeMarcus Cousins in free agency. I mean, I think that he that is a little bit of a hyperbole. I think DeMarcus Cousins is going to get signed, but I don't think he's going to get the kind of contract that he wanted. I'm guessing he was probably looking for, I don't know, 
15 million dollars or something along those lines for a, a player of his caliber but coming off injuries that he did obviously the Achilles that made him miss a good portion of last season and then having that hamstring issue in the playoffs it's just tough when you have a guy that's that big um, to do those kind of things to, to it's kind of some red flags and I think that he was you know he was looking at this year to potentially have um, you know, kind of show that he's healthy, but he still wanted to get paid, and it doesn't seem like he's going to get any kind of big kind contract, which he thought he was going to get. Um, so we'll see where it goes, and I think that there's a good chance Demarcus will be able to bounce back. But the other factor in this is that the NBA, as as we were talking about, with Draymond Green playing the five for the Warriors. Sometimes they're moving away from a quote-unquote traditional center, unless you're the 76ers who's just signing every person over 6'9 in the league. But um, all these things are coming together in like a perfect storm of not getting paid for DeMarcus Cousins. Um, I'm interested to see where he finds a home, but we might not know for a little bit because he's probably going to wait out and see if anything comes open. So... That's that's that for him at this point. That's going to do it for this edition of the show. Thanks to Grassroots Pharmacy for sponsoring um, us today. If you would like to follow along on social media, please follow us on Twitter at LockedOnUK. We are also on Instagram at LockedOnUK on there as well. We will announce the winner of our Hype Train giveaway at the end of this week. Probably announce it on Friday. So I have to stay tuned for that. Mentioned on a couple podcasts ago, we are going to take off one day this week. So you got, uh, this is the Wednesday podcast and there will be one more. I'm not hundred percent sure when we'll release it at this point, but we'll have one more this week. And then we're going to take off one of those days for the fourth and we're going to hang out with some family. So apologies. I hope you guys can make it through one day without us. If you'd like to follow along with me on social media, I'm at Curtis Birch, B-U-R-C-H. You can follow at Kyle Tucker underscore A-T-H for his work. You can listen to me weeknights, 630 WLAP on the Big Blue Insider with Dick Gabriel or Sunday mornings, 9 to noon on Sunday Morning Sports Talk. Um, Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll talk to you soon. Locked on Kentucky. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or tell Alexa or Google to play podcasts Locked On. Don't worry, I won't finish. You get the idea. <clears throat> My life is a movie, bull riding and.